a Playlist original. Hey everyone, Jeff here from Films at Home. Thanks for coming back to the podcast today. Whether you're going to be watching this on YouTube or listening along on your favorite audio apps, I do appreciate it. Uh, today's episode, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing a rundown of 2023 4K titles. I'm going to go through the entire calendar that I know of so far, stuff that has been officially confirmed and officially released. Then we'll talk about some stuff which has been confirmed, but we don't really have a release date yet. And then we'll get into some of the rumors as well. Now, if you're watching the video version of this, typically I would go through and I'd pull out some cover art and be a little more interactive, but I'm sort of doing this last minute. I'm actually doing this the night before we're having our, our daughter born, our second baby. So don't have the time to do all of that, but I did want to do a 2023 rundown before the end of January it becomes really crazy for me uh, with my daughter being born. So literally by the time you guys watch or listen to this episode, uh, she'll already be three or four days old because it'll come out on Friday and I'm recording this the night before. So I do apologize for no visuals on the video side. Other than me, you're just going to have to look at my pretty face. But if you're watching on the audio side, this will be a really good rundown for what you can expect this year and some really exciting 4K discs in 2023 that I do think you'll be interested in. And this will be give you a good recap. I'll try to go as fast as I can so that I cover everything and talk about where these are coming from and sort of highlight some of the ones that I'm most excited about. So to start things off here, we're going to start with January 24th. Uh, I'm recording this on January 22nd. So I'll tell you what came out this week by the time you guys listen to this uh, on the end of the week. This will be what released on January 24th. First, you've got Death Wish on 4K, Charles Bronson movie. That's coming from Kino Lorber. You've also got Freaky on 4K, one that I'm not really sure I need to upgrade, but that's coming from Shout Factory, Scream Factory. You've got Puppet Master 3 if you're into that series. And then you've got the movie Belly, which was sort of a surprise 4K release that stars Nas, DMX and Method Man. It's a real 90s movie. It's from 1998. Um, so those are all coming to 4K and they'll be available by the time you hear this episode. And now we'll jump right into January 31st. So on January 31st, the big one this day is probably Dawn of the Dead 4K. That's Zack Snyder's version, and that's coming from Scream Factory. We're also getting From Beyond, which was a previous Scream Factory Blu-ray that's now coming to 4K from Vinegar Syndrome. So I think you guys, Vinegar Syndrome fans especially, will like that. We're also getting The Italian Job, and this is the original with Michael Caine, not the Mark Wahlberg version. The original from 1969, that's coming from Kino Lorber. And then we're getting a Roadhouse Standard Edition. So if you missed the limited edition from Vinegar Syndrome, you'll get the Standard Edition in 4K. We're also getting Sidekicks in 4K from Vinegar Syndrome. And then Event Horizon in a standard release. This one had been selling for a lot of money because there was a limited edition out-of-print steelbook that came out a few months back. Now you'll be able to own the standard edition of Event Horizon on 4K. And then one that's sort of frustrating is Crimes of the Future 4K, which was released on Blu-ray. People really wanted it on 4K. It must have done pretty well. Now we're getting the 4K just a few months after the Blu-ray. So that is one of those frustrating situations where if you bought the Blu-ray, now you got to buy the 4K again, or you stick with the Blu-ray. It's really not something you have to do, but it's frustrating it wasn't an option to begin with. Now, jumping ahead one week here to February 7th, some of the big titles on this day, we've got Black Panther Wakanda Forever 
on 4K. That's a big one coming from Disney. We've also got Bubba Hotep 4K, another movie I'm not really sure I need to upgrade. Uh, that's coming from Shout Factory, Scream Factory. I have their collector's edition Blu-ray. I'm probably good with that. You're also getting the Return of the Swamp Thing on 4K from MVD Entertainment. That's a really cool one. I'm glad they're putting out. And then you're getting Three Colors 4K from the Criterion Collection. Now, there's a couple of variations of uh, Black Panther that you'd be able to own. There's a also a, an Encanto 4K steelbook that Disney's releasing to celebrate their 100th anniversary. And there's a 4K release of the zombie movie Warm Bodies, which is getting a new steelbook from Lionsgate. Moving ahead one week to February 14th, small week this week. You've got The Fablemans on 4K, that's Steven Spielberg's new movie. You've got Strange World 4K, which is a new Disney animated movie. And you've got The Way We Were on 4K. So not a huge week there. The Fablemans is obviously the big one. Moving ahead another week to February 21st, what you've got here, you've got The Magnificent Seven on 4K. That's the original Magnificent Seven, not the new remake. You're also getting Dazed and Confused 4K upgrade from the Criterion Collection. Same artwork there it looks to be, but they're upgrading their version. Also from Shout Factory, you're getting Dragonheart 4K, and you're getting the Slumber Party Massacre and Slumber Party Massacre 2 Another couple of movies I'm just not really sure about upgrading. You're also getting Remains of the Day on 4K, sort of a surprise release from Sony. Um, and then Station Eleven is coming to 4K, sort of an underrated movie there that I'd recommend. And then Blue Underground has a couple of releases, um, Boudoir, Eugenie Boudoir and Justine, which were a couple of movies I don't know a whole lot about. I think they're more on Blue Underground sort of like CD, like exploitation sort of borderline like porn movies versus their sort of horror movies they usually do. Um, so I don't know much about those, but if you guys do certainly let me know in the comments, but it doesn't feel like a couple that I'm really going to probably want to buy. Now, jumping ahead one week to the end of February, February 28th, the last day of the month, we've got some, uh, a pretty big day on the 28th. You've got Marathon Man coming to 4K from Kino Lorber. That'll be really fun. You've got the first United States 4K release of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And that one is one that I've already uh, purchased and reviewed. I bought a German release of it, but I am excited to see what they do with this United States release. Second Sight in the UK also is going to have a nice box set of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4K coming later this year. But that's coming to the US for the first time. You're also getting Rocky, the Knockout Collection. This is a big one. This is from Warner Brothers. And I would say that this is part of a big year for Warner Brothers. They're celebrating their 100th anniversary as a studio, and they've got co quite a few releases. Now, the frustrating thing with this Rocky 4K box set is that it has Rocky 1, 2, 3, and 4, but it does not have Rocky Balboa, which is sort of strange considering that's part of the Rocky saga. And certainly, you know, Sylvester Stallone was still in that one. Also from Warner Brothers that day, you've got Training Day on 4K. This was the first Blu-ray that I ever purchased. Training Day, I uh, love Denzel Washington. My collection started because I went out to collect Denzel movies. You may have heard me talk about this in other episodes, but I'm super excited to upgrade that to 4K because that is a wonderful, wonderful movie that I cannot wait to enjoy again in the 4K format. And it'll be sort of a full circle moment for me as I upgrade my first ever Blu-ray to 4K, but certainly not my last 4K. 
Now, also on February 28th, we've got Kubo in the Two Strings 4K and the Box Trolls 4K coming from Shout Factory. That's another Shout Factory in Leica Studios release. If it's anything like Coraline in Paranorman, which I haven't watched yet, but I will check out. Coraline was incredible, and I have watched that one. Hopefully, these are two more great 4K transfers. Also on the 28th, you've got Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. That's a new release from DreamWorks that's dropping. You've also got Devotion on 4K, which is, I think, a movie that just completely flew under the radar. Nobody really talked about it. And then you've got a John Wick 1 to 3 4K Steelbook collection coming from Lionsgate. Interesting considering that we're going to have John Wick 4 later this year. So obviously that's not a complete box set. Now, jumping ahead to March 7th, we've got Air Force One on 4K and The Mask of Zorro on 4K from Sony. We've got Mildred Pierce on 4K from the Criterion Collection. And then we do have the standalone Rocky 2 4K. So it's interesting, like the Rocky movies are all coming out in a box set, but they're releasing stand standalone uh, single editions once every week for like the next four weeks. Now, jumping ahead to March 14th, we got Police Story 3 on 4K. That one is already on 4K from a set I have in the UK from Eureka. It's coming to the US. You've got Streets of Fire 4K coming from Shout Factory. You've got Rocky 3 on 4K, one week after Rocky 2. You've also got The Core on 4K. Uh, that one was a little bit uh, disappointing for people too. Not, it's never disappointing to get a 4K, but a Blu-ray release of that just came out from Shout Factory not too long ago, Collector's Edition, and it looks like now they're dropping the 4K Standard Edition, so that frustrated some folks. Um, and then you've got the Prince of Egypt 4K, which is one I think could look fantastic. That movie, you know, I'm not super religious. I'm really not religious at all. I don't subscribe to any of it, but you can still get behind that story. And that's one of the better looking movies that was made in that time period. I think it's, it's super underrated. DreamWorks was still sort of up and coming at that time, but man, the Prince of Egypt, I remember being a great movie. Um, and then you got Fenomenia from Dario Argento. I don't know if I said that right or pronounced that right. Fenomenia, Phenomena. I don't know how it's actually pronounced, but that's coming to 4K as well from Synapse. Now, on March 21st, we've got Red Eye on 4K, super underrated Wes Craven thriller with special features by Justin Beam, who I just interviewed on the podcast last week. So if you want to learn a little bit more about that release, go check out last week's podcast. Also, Justin was just awesome to talk to, gave me tons of behind the scenes information on how special features are made. Super cool. Also got Dragon Slayer coming to 4K. That's an 80s sort of, uh, I'd call it a B movie, um, but I think a lot of people will be excited for that one. Rocky 4 on 4K, that rounds out the Rocky movies. We got Babylon on 4K, which is a new release. That's Damien Chazelle's new movie, which pretty much bombed at the box office. We get that on March 21st. And then we round it out with The Long Wait on 4K, which is coming from Classic Flicks, who have uh, started to work their way into the 4K world with some nice restoration. So keep an eye on them. Jumping ahead one week to March 28th, we've got 12 Angry Men on 4K from Kino Lorber. That's another Criterion Blu-ray that's now being upgraded to 4K by Kino. They have been scooping up a lot of titles that Criterion just did not upgrade to 4K, and Kino's been killing it. So it'll be interesting to compare that one 
to the Criterion Blu-ray. We've got the five days 4K that's coming from Severin. We've got the Exorcist 3, which honestly, in my opinion, could be the best Exorcist movie. It's definitely the second best after the original. And I think you can make an argument. I do like it more than the original movie. It's really, really good. That comes to 4K from Shout Factory. You've also got Wanted on 4K, Angelina Jolie movie from back in 2008. That's coming from Shout Factory. Dead Silence 4K, also coming from Shout Factory. And Scream Factory, another one that my friend Justin Beam worked on. That was one of James Wan's uh, first horror movies. Oh, Saw was his first, but it's a sort of, I guess, an underrated early James Wan horror movie. You're also getting Rawhead Rex on 4K. You're getting Frozen Planet 2 on 4K and the DC animated title Batman, the doom that came to Gotham, which the synopsis says is set in like the 1920s, I believe. So that's a pretty interesting one. Jumping ahead to April, on April 4th, you've got Star Trek The Next Generation. Those four movies are all coming to 4K in a box set, and they'll also be available individually. So that's a big one for Star Trek fans. Me, personally, not a huge Star Trek fan myself, but I am happy to see that they're putting all those movies out on 4K because I know there's lots of you out there who will appreciate it. On April 11th, we're getting the Fisher King 4K. That's a new 4K upgrade from Criterion. Looks like they're using the same artwork as their Blu-ray release, but they're upgrading that to 4K. Very, very underrated Robin Williams movie. If you have not seen that, Robin Williams is fantastic, as is Jeff Bridges. It's actually a Terry Gilliam movie. And then we're getting Flashdance on 4K as well. On April 18th, one week later, we get Serpico on 4K. That is a uh, pretty famous Al Pacino movie. That's got Kino Lorber releasing it. We've got The Seventh Seal on 4K as well. That's coming from the Criterion Collection, and it's another Criterion 4K upgrade. So they're finally, like I said, Kino was scooping a lot of their titles up on 4K. Well, Criterion seems to be kind of shooting back now and doing things like Fisher King, Dazed and Confused, Seventh Seal, a lot of their stuff. They're finally coming around to 4K. Um, but honestly, from what I've heard from my friend Elliot over at uh, Boutique Blu-rays with Elliot Cohen, he's sort of an expert on the the BFI collection and, and those 4K releases over there. He's seen the 4K scan of the Seventh Seal and 4K Blu-ray, and he did not think it was a massive upgrade. It, it, it clearly is a better version but I think it'll be a hard sell for a lot of people. It's one of those movies that you probably, given that the Blu-ray was already so good, he, you know, he said you may not be able to tell a difference. So we'll check that one out when it comes out. And then up one week to April 25th. Now that we're into April, we're, you know, we're already the end of April, three months ahead of when I'm making this video. Stuff starts to get a little thin here. I will give you the rest of the dates for the rest of the year, but this is where we'll get into sort of uh, unconfirmed things and rumors as well. But on April 25th, we do have confirmation that the movie Triangle of Sadness, which I think more people should see, is coming to 4K from the Criterion Collection. And that's going to be part of a group of um, neon releases that Criterion has picked up for 4K that people were sort of waiting for physical media announcements for. And Criterion announced that they'd scooped up the rights to a bunch of them. Now, throughout May, we don't really have anything solid, except we do have May 30th, 
We do have Rain Man on 4K. That's coming from MVD Visual. It was supposed to come out earlier, and I guess they didn't do or weren't going to do HDR grading. A lot of people reached out, said they'd really prefer they do that if they were going to upgrade. MVD listened to the feedback, went back, and pushed that release out to May. In June, we have some Disney 100th Anniversary 4K Steelbooks as part of their slate, Coco, Toy Story, and Cars. And then that's really it for confirmation. There's a couple more Disney uh, steelbooks in uh, the fall and into the end of the year, Aladdin, Moana, The Little Mermaid, some of their big ones. Um, But that's it. That's it right now for big confirmations. So I mentioned briefly that the um, Neon releases had been announced. So these are, are, are a pretty big deal, I think, for for collectors and They are a bunch of movies that, you know, really hadn't had any news. And it wasn't just Triangle of Sadness. So um, there's actually going to be four neon titles. The only one we know the date on is Triangle of Sadness. But they've also picked up the David Bowie uh, documentary. And this is Criterion who picked these up. The David Bowie documentary, Moon Age Daydream. They've got uh, All the Beauty and the bloodshed and they've got petite maman they're either going to be blu-rays or 4ks um, still up in the air as to which of those they will be but one or the other criterion is putting them out so it's nice to see uh neon who you know used to be draft house films and did some great work and they certainly have some great movies they're right up there with a24 when it comes to like sort of that indie underground i mean they're not really indie or underground they're so well known now but they're definitely not a paramount or a warner it's really cool to see um that they're getting picked up by criterion because i think i think it's just a, a perfect perfect fit um some of the other news there's a, a pretty good chance that Ocean's 11, that trilogy, and this is the George Clooney trilogy, uh, 11, 12, and 13, um, probably coming out on 4K this year. Apparently, some new versions uh, of 4K scans with Dolby Vision have popped up on Netflix in Japan, and Warner Brothers, being that it's their 100th anniversary, we should talk about them a little bit, they committed to doing 12 catalog titles this year on 4k which i know you're like oh only 12 that's one a month that's a pretty big deal given that 4k restorations take a very very long time to do and they're very expensive it's nice to see a studio fully commit a year out that they'll do at least 12 you know who knows if we'll get more but they definitely have 12 and oceans 11 that could be some of them We've also heard that a lot of uh, Clint Eastwood's movies have been remastered lately. Those are supposed to be coming to 4K at some point. The remastering is done, so we know that it's going to happen. It's just a matter of like when and who uh, may not be Warner Brothers. And then there are uh, sources out there. Uh, I think the Digital Bits and Bill Hunts probably reported this first. But Warner Brothers, some of those catalog titles that they're going to be putting out include the Maltese Falcon from 1941. You've got Cool Hand Luke from 1967. And you've got Rebel Without a Cause. Those are going to be coming out in April. That's what was confirmed by some retail sources through Bill Hunt. I haven't seen anything yet, so they're not on an official release list um, as far as I'm concerned. Other rumors that are out there um, that uh, The Departed, Martin Scorsese's great movie from 2006, very 
close to home for me as a Bostonian, a native Bostonian. Now, even though I live in New Hampshire now, I'm from Massachusetts and in that area. Um, that's supposed to be coming to 4K in National Lampoon's Vacation, which would certainly make sense, especially if Christmas Vacation sold well, that they'd go back and do the original. Now, that's some of the 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 I would say confirmed rumors. Like there's still rumors, things can change, but those are all pretty much confirmed. Now, I can also tell you from what, well, what I can tell you, I want to say this first, when we get into rumors and we get into, you know, this is why I'm never going to confirm anything and I'm never going to talk about anything that isn't at least public in some way. Um, And the reason is, even when I talk rumors, these are things that are out there. I don't want to be the first one to break that news because there is a chance that you could actually ruin a release by breaking news too early. You know, if Criterion, say, had this great deal with Pixar and Andrew Stanton to do WALL-E on 4K, and that leaked out early, and Criterion wasn't able to do the promotion that they wanted to do and the marketing they wanted to do, there's a chance that whole release could have been scrapped by Criterion. Uh, I've heard in the past when Shout Factory's Halloween 4Ks were originally announced a couple years ago now the original four movies or the first five actually that john carpenter was apparently not happy that those leaked they didn't get to announce it on their timeline he wanted to announce it and break the news and do a whole thing i mean it almost shut those down cooler heads prevailed they knew the fans would still buy this but you do run a real risk of ruining deals and ruining releases by putting out confirmations because really nothing nothing is confirmed until there is a press release from a studio or from a director saying here's the date here's what's coming here's the artwork until you see that even some of these warner brothers movies i just mentioned the departed cool hand luke like until i see an official press release those are not confirmed I, I just can't say with 100% certainty because things change and those are out there. So it's not any surprise, but when it comes to rumors, I think the big rumors, everybody asks about to start James Cameron stuff. Now there'd been some people. So first of all, people have been saying since 2008, when Blu-ray as a format came out that true lies and the abyss and these James Cameron movies were going to come to Blu-ray and some of them did. Titanic did. Um, Some of them did not like True Lies or The Abyss. And those are sort of the two white whales for a lot of collectors. Um, There had been reports that The Abyss was going to release like early this year with the release of Avatar 2 on 4K. Um, That's not going to happen. So those reports were, were false. That was a a total guess. I, sh- I wouldn't even call it a report, right? It was, it was really just a guess as to when the might come out. Um, the abyss is done. Like it's completed in 4k, but Cameron has to review everything. They need to, you know, press a disc and with all of his avatar, uh, work right now and all the press he's doing for that, you know, he hasn't had time to look at it and that's, you know, so I- I'm, what I'm hearing is we'd be still, we'd be lucky to get it in 2023. It's definitely not coming in like the spring of 2023. It's not coming in the first half of the year. We'd be lucky to get it in the second half of the year, if not pushed back again another year, which would be unfortunate. But when you have a director like James Cameron, he wants to make sure he gets his 4K releases right or 
at least does them the way he wants to do them. So there's other movies like that, like True Lies. It's been showing up on Disney Plus. You know, there's been rumors and another one there that there's nothing confirmed. If you if somebody confirms it or says, yep, it's coming this year, it's coming soon. Uh, people have been saying that no joke for 15 years in a row. And it's not that they're wrong. It's not that they're getting bad information, but it's just a matter of fact that it comes out and people say, here it comes, it's going to release. And then stuff happens. James Cameron comes out and says, yeah. I don't like it or, you know, didn't have time to work on it. And, you know, whatever it may be, there's reasons behind the scenes why those don't come out. And right now, there's no real indication that True Lies is going to come out this year other than the same rumors and sort of, you know, I think James Cameron wants to put it out and he has an interest in physical media. He he really, he does. He wants his movies on physical media. But I don't know if True Lies is coming anytime soon. Now, the one that is going to come soon is Titanic. Uh, He has looked at Titanic in 4K, and that is going to be a a big 4K disc once they do that theatrical re-release. So they're going to do the theatrical re-release. It'll be very interesting to see how that goes with the high frame rate and everything and some of the new technology. It'll be interesting to see if that carries over to disc. We'll check that one out. But then you can also expect Avatar, the original, and Avatar 2. And I'm hearing from some sources that avatar 2 will likely have a 3d blu-ray as well as a 4k blu-ray because james cameron really wants to push for that so 3d blu-rays have been few and far between especially in the last five to seven years it is sounding like avatar 2 will get the 3d blu-ray if you guys are are interested in that and still hanging on to that format which shouldn't come as a surprise he wants to release his movies he he always has in all of their formats and he's going to release avatar probably in that high frame rate as well as titanic because that's his new upgraded technology so don't expect anything different there you're going to get all the latest tech from james cameron and he has a lot of pull he's james cameron he's literally printing money i am shocked that avatar 2 is making as much as it is i thought it might make a billion, billion and a half, it crossed two billion. I mean, he prints money. So Disney, Fox, you know, 20th Century Studio, whoever it is that he's working with, they're gonna they're gonna pretty much say, Yes, Mr. Cameron, what you know, whatever you ask for. Because when you print money like that, the studio keeps you happy. So we'll see, we'll see what's coming from his his stuff. But Titanic and Avatar for sure. The abyss is a hard maybe again in true lies is I would say even less likely. Now Paramount on their end, they have some really great releases lined up for Paramount Presents. I've heard some rumblings, not going to give anything away there because I don't want to ruin anything. But I have heard some some really good things could be coming their way, both from Paramount and that Paramount Presents line, 4K and Blu-ray, lots of new titles, diving into the catalog and probably even licensing some stuff out and continuing to do that so that a Kino, Criterion, Shout Factory, whoever it is, can continue to um, help them grow that physical media catalog because honestly of every studio paramount i'd I'd have to do a count but off the top of my head i wouldn't be surprised if paramount had the most 4k catalogs uh released right now uh warner brothers is probably very close universal is probably very close sony just with their sony classics and columbia classics box sets they could be very close as well but paramount's done a really good job remastering things from their catalog and they definitely seem 
uh, committed to physical media, and I, that's not going anywhere in 2023. You're going to see a lot from them as well. Now, Sony and that whole world, not sure what to expect from them, but based on what we've seen over the last several years, in 2020, you had Columbia Classics Volume 1, then you had Volume 2, now you have Volume 3. It would not be shocking to, again, see a Volume 4, Volume 5, as long as those are still selling for them and selling at a, a decent price point, they're probably going to keep going. So, you know, speculation as to what could be in Volume 4, uh, there's pretty much, it, it would be a total guess on my part at this point. But if you look at the booklets that come with each set, usually there's quotes in those booklets or photos of movies from the Columbia catalog. And that'll give you a pretty good idea of what their focus is. Because if you look at the set from volume one, it had some quotes and some photographs from movies that ended up in two and three. Two also had some stuff that ended up in three, vice versa. So, you know, you can definitely start to get a hint of the titles that they appreciate the most and would probably make their way into that volume four box set. It's a pretty good chance it'd be something in the booklets. Now for the boutique labels, Shout Factory, uh, Scream Factory, they have a packed year coming up. They're going to have a ton of really cool stuff. Again, do I need to upgrade my copy of Slumber Party Massacre or Bubba Hotep? You know, maybe not, but at the same time, I, I do want to update some of my copies of, of the stuff they're doing. So it's all personal choice and preference. You know, whether you need a Blu-ray or a 4K is up to you and your budget and your collection. But it's really nice to see them continuing to do more catalog stuff. You can expect much more of that in 2023. You can also expect Vinegar Syndrome to keep cranking things out. They've added new partner labels, including Umbrella Entertainment, uh, who is over in, the, in Australia. That's now a partner label with Vinegar Syndrome where they can release more. Their releases and their business model, very unique, doing very well, I guess, considering what they're able to put out on 4K. I'd expect a few more from Blue Underground as well. Severin and Synapse will probably slide a few in throughout the year. And then Criterion, I definitely think you'll see more of an emphasis on 4K. Uh, they just announced their April lineup, right? And three out of the four movies that they announced for April were 4k releases you know go back even just six months we were lucky to get one 4k announcement with a handful of blu-rays now it's been turned around so they're pretty much gonna do 4k i think as much as they can as much as it makes financial sense now if you got some sort of new wave uh french art movie from the 70s that you know is very important to the collection but isn't going to sell a lot expect a Blu-ray. They're going to stick with the format that's a little bit cheaper to produce. But, you know, some of their major stuff, even something like the Fisher King, to me, was a big surprise to get a 4K upgrade there. So expect more from them as well, especially in the 4K world. And then Kino Lorber just continues to crank out 4Ks, probably faster than any other boutique label. And they're not slowing down in 2023 either. They have tons of stuff that's yet to be announced. Tons of stuff they've already announced for the first few months of the year. I expect them to continue to be a major, major player in 2023 and going forward. So basically, this is all to say that, um, you know, there's your release schedule. There's some confirmed reports without press releases. There's some of your rumors and some of the insight that I can share with you. But it's all to say that 2023 could be as big a year for 4K as we've ever seen. Because in fact, if you look at the numbers, 2018, 2019, 2020, 21, 22, every year 
we got more and more 4K releases. And 2022 was a huge jump in the amount of 4K titles that were released. So it's going to be a lot for me to catch up with, which is why I'm going to probably be doing like some 60 second reviews mixed in or some review compilations where I do multiple reviews in a single video, but it's going to be a huge year for 4k specifically. And, you know, there was an interesting point that we talked about in the last episode with, with Justin Beam, where we were talking about the industry. If you follow along media play news, they do sales numbers. And if you look, DVD still sits 50, 60%. Blu-ray has been sitting, uh, historically 30% and 4k had been five to 10%. That's shifting. The Blu-ray, the 1080p Blu-ray is the fastest shrinker and 4K is the fastest growing. So it's almost as if DVD is still the budget format. It's still what you're going to find on shelves. It's still what you're going to find a lot of independent horror movies specifically released on documentaries, things that don't necessarily need a a full HD treatment that people just want to own TV shows as well, primarily DVD at this point, that's still going to be your, your major optical format, but people are sort of either on that train or they're on the 4k train and the 1080p Blu-ray in the middle is shrinking and shrinking fast. I would not be surprised if by the end of 2023, you see that 4k is now at 20%, Blu-ray is at 20% and DVDs at 60. And at the end of the year and into 2024, we see 4k actually overtake 1080p Blu-ray stores out there. Really? We talked about this. They're carrying DVDs and they're carrying 4ks because people are buying 4k TVs. That's all you can buy now. So the 4k format really has come a long, long way. And I know people are consistently finding my channel and uh, I'm hearing from new people who are interested in 4K, trying to learn more about it. It's been a much, much slower adoption than DVD was, certainly even slower than Blu-ray was. I mean, myself, I didn't buy a Blu-ray till 2012, five years after the format came out. But there are lots of people now, even six, seven years after this format's been released that are just discovering the benefits of 4K media just buying their first 4k tv just jumping into this world so expect 4k to continue to grow expect 1080p blu-ray to be an important format but a shrinking one and dvd will still dominate because of its price point and because it just makes sense for a lot of media like tv shows but 4k is going to be really really strong this year and i do think at the end of the year we'll look back and even though 2022 was huge we're going to have more 4k releases by a fair amount than we had in 2022 this year. It's just going to be a massive, massive year for 4K. So buckle up. And as always, be smart about it. Don't blow your budget. Don't, you know, don't mortgage your house to buy movies. Don't do something stupid, right? Just don't go into credit card debt to pick up movies. You don't need to do any of that. Keep in mind that these 4K titles are becoming more and more available. They're more likely to go on sale. They're more likely to be found at used stores or on websites like Whatnot or Mercari, Facebook Marketplace, Offer Up. These are the types of places you'll find 4K discs now, even on eBay. So as the format grows, things become more available. They're less likely to go out of print so quickly. And I just think, you know, just always my advice is, even if it is a big year, that fear of missing out, don't do it. You don't need to uh, stick within your budget and and stick to what you know. 
save your money and buy the movies you really care about. But, you know, this is this is to say basically that, you know, physical media is strong in 2023. It's of course, it's shrinking. The market is shrinking, but it's a strong market no matter what. Every market peaks, every market then falls, and then every market sort of plateaus. That's how business works. You get hype and you get all the excitement and you peak out and then you drop and then you sort of have what people call the plateau of productivity. Where are you actually going to end up? Where's your actual market without any hype, without any doomsday? Where is your real market at? And I think we're getting closer and closer to that every year. And we will start to see it flatline, which is not a bad thing because then it becomes more predictable. Studios know what they can invest and what they can expect back. It's not going to be as up and down. Once we can flatline a little bit and figure out where this physical media market actually lives in today's day and age, I think it'll help everybody. But expect 2023 to be a big year, and I'll certainly be doing my best to keep up to date with everything here on the channel, keeping up with the podcast and trying to talk to interesting guests and covering topics in this world, which I, I hope you guys are enjoying. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode. So just, you know, I went, I, I expanded a little bit beyond what I thought I'd talk about here. We talked a little bit about the state of physical media in 2023 as well. But this gives you that release calendar for at least the first few months of the year, some things to look forward to at the end of the year, where physical media and 4K specifically is headed in 2023. And hopefully that gives you a good snapshot of everything. So I appreciate you guys watching or listening. I know this is a longer uh, episode, especially if you're on video of me just talking, but um, I do appreciate the support here. And hopefully this was helpful. So you know what to expect next year. Now with the next few weeks coming up, um, like I said, this is, I am recording this episode less than 12 hours away from the, the birth of my daughter, uh, our second kid. So the January is going to be kind of nuts. End of January, uh, early February is going to be a little bit nuts. So make sure you're subscribed, following along in the podcast, follow me on social media. I'll keep you all updated on when content is going to post. I have a bunch of stuff that I've pre-recorded. I recorded like a madman in the first few months of January to make sure I had content. So I'm going to keep up to date with everything, but I may be slow to respond or slow to get some reviews out. So you know, of course, I'm not going to really apologize for it, but I would say just be patient because I'm, I'm not going to apologize for having a child. Um, that's a bigger deal, unfortunately, than the, than the YouTube channel and the podcast that comes first. Um, but I do just want to say be patient. I will get back to a full schedule. If you guys followed me after my son was born, you know, it, you know, it took literally just a couple of weeks before we got into a routine. It'll take those same few weeks. We'll get into a routine. I'll be back to working my day job and then I'll be back to, you know, getting into the, the swing of things here. So stay patient and make sure you follow me everywhere so you never miss an update. But that's it for the episode. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, like the video, leave us a five-star review on your podcast apps. I appreciate that. It goes a long way. And I want you guys to have a great rest of your day. Stay safe and stay healthy out there. I will talk to you all soon and have a great rest of January. Coming soon. Be sure to subscribe to the Films at Home podcast using your favorite app so you don't miss another episode. And while you're there, don't forget to rate and review this podcast, which helps us out tremendously. You can also help support us by watching our short form content over on YouTube and TikTok by searching Films at Home. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at films underscore at underscore home. The intro and outro were created by Elon Osborne. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.